Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free you're listening to fox sports radio, radio. radio. this is straight out of vegas with the voice of vegas your host rj bell the pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live. 200 Fox Sports Radio stations, coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, drive time, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. It's Wednesday, full house, full house. Big card here when it comes to topics, including Fezzik. He had, let's think about this, 48 hours pretty much to come up with an argument. Russell Wilson, the third best quarterback of the century. I'm skeptical, but he is Steve Fezzik. Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. You can't have pros without Joes. He's in L.A. He's Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And we start on straight out of Vegas with a little bit of history in the NFL, but a history with a Vegas spin on it because we have got two historic favorites this weekend in the National Football League, the Patriots and the Cowboys. Massive, massive favorites against both the Jets and Dolphins. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, this is uh, this is eye popping. And Fez, give you a heads up. I'm gonna. I, I want to figure out why. Why are we getting this? So this is what is eye popping. Patriots favored by 22 and a half, hosting the Jets. Dallas Cowboys, the biggest spread in their history, favored by 21 and a half against the Dolphins. Now, if you go back 30 years, entering this weekend, there were five favorites over 21 points in the NFL, 30 years. And six and seven, two happened this weekend. So five in 30 years, two in one week. Wow. Fez, what's going on? Well, the Miami Dolphins, that one's easy. They're a historically bad team. It's not a surprise that they're catching 20-plus points because they are my lowest-rated NFL team, That, frankly, RJ, that I can ever remember. So Dallas is where in your power rank? Number four. Okay, wow. Went up. As predicted by the great one, R.J. Bell. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. All right, so three, uh, Kansas City, Pats, and? And Rams is three. Okay, Rams. So in theory, Rams would be over 21 with the Dolphins. Now, with the Jets, I think it's obviously the quarterback. We were, uh, well, when we say we, I'm going to say you. Steve Fezzik was a skeptic about the downgrade from Darnold to Simeon. The market said four points. Fess said, nah, cut it in half. Now, might have been right if he could have lasted a little while. I doubt it based on how he played first quarter. And again, I think as I dug into it, and we mentioned this late in the week or on Monday, he hadn't played a snap last year. So it doesn't necessarily cause him to get hurt, but you know, Rust, I think, was a viable consideration. Yeah, backup for Minnesota got no playing time. All right, so now here's the question. Jets have their third stringer in. What kind of downgrade do you have to Darnold? So five-point downgrade from Darnold to Falk. Okay, and so in theory, your expectation was it would have been Two points to Simeon. And again, understanding you might adjust that now if Simeon were playing. And then three more points to Falk. Correct. Falk, told no experience in the NFL regular season. Looked at his preseason the last two years. Pretty mediocre numbers in terms of yards per um, attempt. Uh, 6.4 this year, 5.0 last year. Those are below so, average numbers. Okay, so below average. For preseason, yards, right. Yeah, yards per attempt. Brad, which the, what's the college scouting report on Falk? A system quarterback. He comes from Washington State, six-rounder, Mike Leach. And to be perfectly frank, RJ, it doesn't matter what quarterback you put in Mike Leach's offense, you're going to throw for 4,000 yards. Okay. Now, did, did I remember right? It was another Leach quarterback that uh, it was pl- playing for Jacksonville, right? Yeah, Gardner Minshew. Okay, so it's just all the Washington State quarterbacks. <laughs> I would have been an upset. How many yeah. Washington State quarterbacks starting in week three, right? Oh, yeah. That would have been a real long shot. R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. So no mag- here's the thing I'm always looking for. Has something changed? Has parity decreased? Is there haves and have-nots? Uh, I don't think so. I, it feels like this. But, but it's interesting. If Dallas is the fourth-best team, Boy, I mean, where did you have Dallas entering the year? They were, I think, number nine. Okay, so the ninth best team entering the year is now the fourth. I think there's real question marks on the Rams. 
Who's the second best team in the in in the uh, NFC? Philadelphia. Yeah, and they're all banged up. Yeah, apparently they couldn't practice today. Uh, so, what's the AFC NFC line right now? AFC minus three. Last I checked. And when? How how long ago was that? That was actually, it's a good point. It was last week. It wouldn't surprise me. We're going to have to check Yeah, that, so we'll check up. on that because I got to tell you, if it was two and a half, I was going to, I mean, who really gets good in the NFC? I mean, Breeze, if he comes back, and I think he will, I mean, the idea that, that they're going to win a bunch of games without him, and, you know, it's probably worth talking about that. Jonas, did you see that, uh, and, and again, we were talking about, Oh, Brad, you have it. What's the line now? AFC's minus four. Okay, so it was three, three up to four. Boy, the AFC is dominant. So you can bet the Super Bowl right now. Doesn't matter who makes it. You either have the AFC, the NFC. You got to lay four with the AFC. What would the line be right now, Fez? New England and the Rams on a neutral, obviously. Five. Okay, so then I so I get and can't so I guess how's this line even? It, it doesn't four even offer value then. Well, just volatility about maybe the Packers could be really good by the end of the year. One never knows. Mm, I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they might be fine, right? But I mean, are they really going to be better than the Rams are right now? That seems unlikely. And what is more likely is kind of a mediocre NFC team could make the Super Bowl, and it sure looks like in the AFC it's Kansas City or New England, right? Yeah, I, th- I think that's true for sure. So, Jonas, did you see the Saints saying, oh, Bridgewater might you know, might not get all the snaps? Yeah, at Taysom Hill is uh, the other quarterback there. He's sort of a jack-of-all-trades. What Tim Tebow would have been had Tim Tebow been open to playing other positions, and so that could be Sean Payton just trying to throw a curveball at somebody and not wanting to rely heavily on Teddy Bridgewater, or maybe he doesn't mm. have enough, enough faith in Bridgewater at this point. Because uh, what does Bridgewater need more than anything? He needs confidence. Yep. He needs a sense that the team's behind him. How in the heck could this help with that? I think this is a sign, and it's something we do, I think, very well and straight out of Vegas, is we attempt to... <clears throat> divine discern what the moves of the teams mean and would we does anyone disagree that Bridgewater would benefit greatly from confidence from a sense that the team's behind him I think no disagreement that's very important agreed so why would you do this if you're the Saints unless it's really going to happen I can't see why they would could be a smokescreen because Taysom Hill runs all those run pass options and he's so much different from Bridgewater gives you a lot to have to prepare for yeah but I I just I I feel I mean I hear you and maybe it is that but and maybe he's just telling Bridgewater you know hey I'm just doing this for deflection I don't know because everyone's hearing it he's getting phone calls or I guess texts these days and Taysom Hill is clearly, in my eyes, the best third-string quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Do you have that list? I, I, I don't need a list. He's like Mr. August. He's so good in preseason. <laughs> Mr. August. That's the Fezzik. I'm R.J. Bell. Last thing, kind of on these topics, we talked about divining from the teams what they really think. I thought Colin had a great point about the Steelers. So let's think about this. Monday... We knew Big Ben was out. Right? I said, and, and Joy said this on the herd, I said, are the Steelers potentially going to tank? You know, Or at least 
play for the future. Let's call it that. This trade for the cornerback, Jacksonville, seems to real, or I'm sorry, Miami, seems to really speak that the Steelers really like their quarterback. Yep. Is that how you guys see it? Absolutely. And also, one thing that people forget to bring up is when he was drafted, you remember Ben Roethlisberger went on a local Pittsburgh radio station and was complaining about them taking a quarterback that high? Why oh, would, Ben why, was complaining? Yeah. About that. Why, would he, why would he be so threatened by a rookie quarterback unless he saw some potential there as well, too? Yeah, and, and uh, from what I'm hearing, and again, obviously the physical tools. Yep, he's got them. Uh, Mason Rudolph, Oklahoma State had, I mean, the arm was never a question. It was just it, the, the complicated, there wasn't a very complicated offense compared to maybe like a Lincoln Riley offense at Oklahoma, much more complicated. Oklahoma State's much more simplified in their schemes. So, but in that case, if you have a complex scheme in college and you're able to master it, that is a sign that complexity doesn't bother you. But if you have a simple scheme, you could be Einstein. It wouldn't make it complicated. So in a weird way, all it does is remove the chance to affirm that a quarterback can handle a complicated scheme, right? Whereas I think that there's some offenses that because of the open windows of the receivers, it it affects what's on the field, whereas this just sounds like there's an extra, or there was at draft time, an extra question mark about his ability with complex defenses. Now, the fact the Steelers had a quarterback they drafted a year or two before, and they literally traded him away— to keep Rudolph, it, it strikes me, you know, this wasn't some, they didn't have a choice. It was a, it was a choice by Pittsburgh to keep him as the backup. And now it's a choice to say, oh, you know this draft choice that we've traded away? We don't think it's going to be that good. Mm. Right? What else could they be saying? Yeah. How in the heck do you trade away that draft choice if you might finish 2-14? and 14? They don't think they're going to finish the Steelers 2-14. and 14. And the betting marketplace is liking what they see from the Steelers. The Steelers were a seven-point underdog against San Francisco. It's been bet down through, through that key number to 6.5. All right. When we come back, you're going to hear more. Do you notice how Fezzik kind of stumbled there at the end? Well, you might expect a good bit of that coming up. <laughs> he is going to make the case, or at least try, Russell Wilson. It's Tom Brady, Peyton Manning this century. And Russell Wilson? Mm-mm. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. But Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude, today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you, you telling me – You've seen the whole time. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, a case will be made for one Russell Wilson and where he stands this century. Thanks for joining us. We got previews. We got look backs. We got history with the spreads today. You can listen every weekday on FSR, 200 stations, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app, Sirius, and also on demand just search for RJ Bell for the podcast. Right now, 91 degrees here in Las Vegas on the strip, and the neon is flowing. So, RJ, Steve Fezzik feels very strongly about Russell Wilson and where he stands amongst the best quarterbacks this century. And in fact, he has him third behind Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Now, I don't want to bias anyone. <laughs> Faz, I'm just going to sit back and let you make your case. All right. This is not a lifetime achievement award. This is basically how good are you on an average year. And so what I used was quarterback rating and yards per attempt. Hold on a second. This is great. He's pretty much saying I can't actually debate the point. So I'm going to change the point. So let me ask uh, Gail Sayers, who played what, like four and a half years running back? Mm. Where does he rank all time? He would be right at the top in my rankings in terms of how... Has anyone ever heard that before? (laughs) All right. So what you're saying is, and and let's let's have everyone, uh, you know, let's save some time. 
you're saying Russell Wilson's not even close to number three if it comes to accomplishments in their career. Correct. Okay. Because under that theory, Mahomes is better than Russell Wilson. It, he would be, yes. So then he wouldn't be third. So even by your convoluted uh, definition, or, or yeah, I guess definition of this debate, Russell Wilson wouldn't be third either. Yeah, Fez was going to go with the minimum of five years. Oh, well, there you go. All right, but actually, let's quickly make this case, because you did some work, I'm thinking. But at what point did you figure it was futile? Oh, when you told me to do it and you, d- you were going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, Brad, is there any point? I mean, how could you agree with him? Yeah. Wow. You're that bad. You're 48 like, hours. Yeah, 48 hours. You couldn't come up with something. It was a, I couldn't yeah. either. Yeah. It doesn't make any well, sense. Well, he has 200 touchdowns, and these other guys have 500. I mean, exactly. the numbers are so overwhelming. But, but let's make the Because here's the thing. Russell Wilson, you were here. Some people think this guy's the – you got him number two, right? Yes. Right now. Other people might think he's six or seven. So make the case kind of more Russell Wilson's underrated. Yeah, so Russell Wilson's average quarterback rating – has been 101. There's only one of these big-name quarterbacks that's been better. Rodgers has been at 103. So he's number two in quarterback rating. Now, hold on a second. I recall it wasn't that long ago we were comparing quarterback ratings, and it was something where I would be right if the more recent QBR was higher. And Fez goes, hold on, hold on. He said, hold the phone. Hasn't the QBR gone up every year? And then we looked at it and looked at it, and it was like up five points or whatever. Yeah. But now we're quoting Russell Wilson's QBR when? Career average. Career average versus who? Every other quarterback, career like average. Tom Brady, yeah. yeah. So the reality is passing in 2005, much more difficult than 2015. Correct. And I will go back and I will go ahead and... No, 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 no. no please no, don't. don't. Please Continue don't. Continue on. All right. And yards per attempt, another very good measure of how good a quarterback is. Russell Wilson's actually better than any other quarterback. His 7.9 is better than Peyton Manning. It's better than Tom Brady. It's better than Drew Brees. But in a weird way, that says he's more efficient, but doesn't say he's better. That says he's... What's his pass attempts in his career versus, let's say, a Peyton Manning? Oh, I'm... I don't have the numbers, but it's obviously remarkably less. Yes. Yeah. So if you only, ha- I mean, if you, ha- if the other team, the defense knows you're going to pass, it's tough. You play action passing all the time. You go over the top, right? Yeah. Service academies have a big yard for attempt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anything else? Nothing else. So how would you grade yourself? As expected, a loser. <laughs> Maybe Central Florida should be more in the discussion. This is a team, an amazing streak. A lot of people heard about. The question is, how good are they? And I have UCF power rated quite high for a Group of Five team. I have number sixteen in my rankings, and so AP has fifteen. Usually, there's a huge gap between them. In past years, when UCF's been borderline top ten in the polls, they've only been like twenty, twenty-five in my rankings. RJ, so Jonas, you you have your finger on the pulse of. Sports media. Yeah. What it seems like in general, just the whole kind of Rudy, the whole kind of, you know, Rocky type thing. You got the team that's putting up the, the, the wins. I mean, think back. It's almost absurd to think. What was it? 83 that BYU won the national title? 84. Yep. 84. And 
who was the other team that 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 uh, in the eighties? I think it was they won undefeated and they were clearly not the best team. But they, you know, this is before you know even the BCS. But in the past, and I'm not sure. I'll, I'll look at the list during the break. But nowadays, was it the idea Houston. What year was that? Uh, I'm, that's uh, what I'm hearing from the guys back here. Oh. Yeah, Houston. But they're not professional sports guys, are they? Well, no, they're professional. Yeah, they <laughs> no, they're professional. Yeah. But I don't think Houston's won a national title. No, I don't think anybody. The hey. only group of five to ever win it was BYU. See, see if you want to, if they want to bet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can. <laughs> they can hear me right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, but. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. And if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Here's the, here's the question, I think. Why 
is there so much skepticism about Central Florida? You you think there'd be like this irrational exuberance from the casual fan just looking at that big zero in that street, yeah. zero with the losses. But the AP, which I consider the AP poll to be, uh, you know, a popularity poll, right? I mean, the, yep. the, I mean, the, they're expert, but they're not gamblers. They're not really thinking about value. I wonder why. Open question. I got a theory. So after their first season, UCF, a couple years ago, where they went thirteen and zero. So instead of like being happy, hey, we won a big bowl game, they threw it in everybody's faces. We're the national champs, not Alabama. They had parades. They gave out rings. They celebrated. I think a lot of people got turned off by that. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. to me, it seems like that would be an effective tool to get it in people's faces that you got wronged and maybe they would be less likely to wrong them again because they're going to make a, a big hubbub about it. It's a hot topic. People like what they're doing, but there are a lot of people that are just totally, and they hate it, to be honest with you. And here's my question. Last thing on this. Frost, that was, that was a season Frost was yep. coach. He got hired in Nebraska. He stayed for the bowl. Yep. Very unusual, right? Very unusual. And who did they play and how'd they do? They played Auburn. So UCF. Auburn. Was a- so this was a team there was, if I recall, debates about making the playoffs, right? <laughs> yeah, because okay. they beat Georgia and Alabama mm-hmm. to finish the regular season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they had the two running backs, right? Yeah, UCF won the game outright. Ten point dog. So, like, a, what what do you have to do to get respect? I don't understand it. It's an co- amazing streak. It's college football, and Brad knows this. It's so territorial that you're, they're just – every fan base looks down their nose, and every fan base represents their conference. So when they see somebody outside their conference that hasn't been there before, they have this arrogance to them. And on top of that, like Brad pointed out, when you're the little guy and you don't take the Gonzaga approach or, the, or some of these other teams we've seen in other sports, and you throw it in everybody's face and make a fake championship trophy uh, and celebrate your perfect season, then they get a little bit even more annoyed. Yeah, I think uh, interesting points, guys. A lot of depth of sports knowledge here. I guess my last point would be well, I'll say this. I came up with this about two years ago, on, uh, and I hadn't heard it anywhere. I've heard it since. And again, I'm not saying it was stolen, it was just, you know, I think it's the five big conference champions, two wild cards. And the best group of five team. 18 playoff. Makes sense. Eighteen, And then if you're one, in theory, you get a big advantage because eight usually isn't going to be all that good. But maybe some years they are. But let me ask you, if if one through eight right now we're playing in round one, which game would you be most interested in? And Central Florida's eight. Yeah, I mean, the most interesting would be like Ohio State LSU. The four, no, I'd the be four, the I four mean, or five. Matchup. But you're one of those fanatics. Yeah. I think the average fan would want to see how that undefeated yeah. team could do there against the big, big boys. All right, coming up, we got those three big games and Fezzik's best bet. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And it's... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.